look, look at every bit of media or history where someone just built a giant wall and how like it it always just never works you know look look at look at um uh look at Gilneas did it work for Gilneas <laughs> no everyone became werewolves <laughs> yeah maybe like the like Azeroth um high king debate yeah let's build a wall do you notice that Gen Greymane is a character in Legion he is yep he's on the website oh. Huh. I mean, you know, honestly, he needs to be. Not because, like, this is an expansion culturally for him, but because, like, he hasn't been a character at all. So, like, it'd be nice if he was one. <laughs> you got a new model, too. I mean, it would... It kind of makes sense. Maybe we should maybe we should uh, just podcast this. Well, that's, what that's what we're doing. Oh, right now? Yeah. Well, we are recording? We haven't, kind of, we haven't started yet. Hey, Casey, let's talk about World of Warcraft Legion. What? World of Warcraft Legion. Let's talk about all the new character models that these characters have got. Like yep. Anduin and Gen Greymane and Sylvanas. They got new models. I wonder if that means Sylvanas is gonna like play a major role. I, I can see Anduin doing stuff because <laughs> like he's he's like, you know, the for the light kind of character. Every expansion he gets closer t- in in uh, looks to that guy from StarCraft two that 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 he also voices. <laughs> uh, well, like, he also uh, ages like five years every expansion. It's really weird. Well, Joseph, they they grow up fast. They grow up so fast. <laughs> um, I, I mean, yeah, Anduin makes sense, and Greymane makes sense because he hasn't been in the spotlight for a while. We were just talking about this, how like. Even if the expansion has nothing to do with werewolves, it'd be nice if Greymane did something for once. Yeah, I think Sylvanas is doing something in in, uh, Greymane hates... (laughs) Greymane. More like Greymane. Greymane, like, hates Sylvanas, so I think there's going to be some sort of conflict between the two. That would make sense, you know? I mean, she's the... She's the the undead, and he doesn't like the undead because they smell bad. Not because they try to invade his country. Well, they, and they killed her, his sons. Yeah, so. so I mean that makes perfect sense. I, also, too, there's kind of a connection with like the night elf lore and like the druidic lore because as much as I don't like their tie-in with the worgen to like druids, I think that was kind of ham-fisted. It's still there now. It's still canon. So it's like, well. If we're exploring, like, you know, we're going to go to the place where, where Malfurion became the first druid and things like that, <laughs> then it kind of makes sense to be like, okay, let's let's do some Worgen stuff here, because they're tied into that as well, so. Well, we should probably uh, mention what this is. What, the new World of Warcraft? We said it's yeah. World of Warcraft Legion. Legion. It okay, is, so. It's not, it's not Wrath of the Legion or Reign of the Legion, it's just it's Legion. It's just Legion. Yeah, I wonder, that's amazing that they managed to get that copyrighted. That nothing else was called Legion. <laughs> well, uh, it's a World of Warcraft Legion. So, sure. Warlords of Draenor Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of and not really. Like, uh, it's it's not, it just doesn't play taste, play taste, it doesn't take place on Draenor. No, no, no I just mean, like, it takes... The story. It's like a direct, yeah, yeah. yeah. Continuation. But, well, like, okay, so we had talked, I don't think it was in a podcast, but we had talked about how, like, our predictions for what the expansion was going to be. And, like, at the time I was saying, like, you know, oh, man, it'd be great if, like, we actually explored, like, the Shara stuff. Because that was, like, the big quote-unquote leak, you know, like, oh, we're going to go underwater. And I've always loved that concept, and I always wish they would just do it. 
Um, well, because we didn't think that they would lead directly into, hey, this is the big Legion invasion. We thought, it's like, oh, like maybe we'll deal with Gul'dan in like a side story. Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, here's the thing. The end of Warlords didn't really give me the impression that, oh, this is going somewhere. I mean, that was that was the thing. It's like, this is going to lead into the next expansion. But it never really felt like that to me. It was just like, oh, Archimon showed up and Gul'dan got sucked in a portal. Okay, what now? Well, Where did he go? Free. He went yeah. to Azeroth to the... Uh, he went, on, he went to the tomb of, of Sargeras. Sargeras and the like... tomb of Sargeras. <laughs> this isn't a tomb, it's a tomb. <laughs> and he, uh... He summoned demons there. Now and here's something resurrected Illidan or something. Yeah, so here, here's something that right away when they showed that like okay, so the, during their like live stream they showed a uh, like a, or like oh here's a CGI cinematic we made to kind of create connective tissue between expansions, and I'm like oh what's it gonna be? And then it's like Goldan walks like okay here's Goldan, so I guess he's gonna be a thing. And then like he goes up to some crystal and he's playing with it, and then like you see Illidan's like tattoos inside. I was like. I, my immediate reaction was just like, "What? Like Illidan? Really? Like, like he, like he died. Le Illidan legit died. Like, what's her face walked up and stabbed him in the stomach, and he died. So it's really funny that now he's now he's like trapped in this crystal. Well, like, the story is that somewhere. he is dead. Um, but Maev took his body." Entombed in this crystal that caused his soul to like be inter internally okay, like, yeah, tortured I... from beyond the grave. What? Yeah. What? What? This is getting like fan fiction. Yeah. Here, yeah. Like she's like, I hate you so much. I want your soul to be tortured forever. So that's what that crystal's doing. Why? Apparently. You know. You know what would have been a better story element? Okay. So like, Illidan is like he'd worked with demons so much. He's kind of like three fourths demon. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. His soul's probably but, alive somewhere. Yeah. Like demon demons don't technically die. If you kill them, they just kind of get banished back to the twisting nether or whatever. Oh, so like, it, I feel like a better story beat would have just been to say that like, well, Illidan's spirit is still out there somewhere. We don't want him coming back. So we put his body in this crystal to keep like our enemies from getting a hold of it. There you go. Is, <laughs> That's all they had to do, you know. No one knows the true fate of Illidan's remains, but legend holds that the Warden Maev Shadowsong took his broken body to the Vault of the Wardens so that Illidan's dark, lingering, emo soul could suffer the rest of his internal sentence, along with his followers, the, the feared it's, Illidari. So, so, here's, so here's something. Uh, so they showed Illidan in that opening cinematic, though, right? And it's like, Illidan! And then, like, the cover of the box has, like, Illidan climbing through the cover or whatever. But, like, the whole, the whole, like, the panel or whatever barely mentioned him at all. Like, I have no idea what role he plays. He, is he the bad guy? Like, I, I would think it would, that would be strange considering that, like, we're gonna play as the Illidari. That's, like, a new class of demon hunters. So, like, 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 what is he on our side? Like, they didn't uh, talk about him. I think we'll find out eventually. Like, like this um, Gamescom thing was like, here's the the broad strokes of what this expansion is. Like, True, yeah. Um, like they didn't get into the nitty gritty of a lot of story stuff or um, uh, system well, changes. And all I'm that. not completely against not knowing either. To be completely yeah. honest with you, like, uh, I mean, I think that that's one thing. Like with Warlords, they really hyped up. Like, oh. Gromish is a big bad guy look at all of his other big bad guy and then like they didn't do anything so like they probably should have just left that open ended and it well Gul'dan definitely went to Illidan's body and did something so I think at least for the 
Like, I think he's going to be a bad guy, whether it's against his will or whatever. I think yeah. he's definitely going to be in there. And um, I, I mean, I like Illidan as a character. I think that he has the opportunity to be as strong of a villain as Garage was as far as story writing is concerned. He was kind of uh, shortchanged in, in yeah. Running Crusade. He really was. I mean, like, that's why I'm not really against him coming back. It's just kind of a weird story beat to be like, oh, well, we know we killed him, but here he is again. You know, so it's like, well, okay. I, I can kind of forgive it just because, like, they brought back all the dead people from Vanilla in order to give them, like, a proper send-off. So this that's yeah. fine, you know. Uh, yeah, so this new expansion takes place on the Broken Isles, which um, was seen briefly in Warcraft 3, but they kind of expanded it to this entire uh, island chain. Yeah, um, now is this so so the the impression I get and what I got from Warcraft 3 is that the Broken Isles are kind of like were they like they don't want to say that they're like the Night Elf capital, but it it was like the Night Elf civilization or I guess High Elf at the time that's the Well of Eternity essentially. No, the Well of the Well of Eternity was the Maelstrom. Yeah, yeah, but that I thought this was like I thought, I thought this was like the Night Elf civilization that sort of surrounded that. Uh if I look at a map of the world, like, I think um, it's kind of close to it. I think it's closer to Northrend than it is to the uh, Maelstrom. That, that, would explain, that would explain, like, the Vikrul presence. Um, like, I, I think the, uh, the Lost Isles in Warcraft 3 are, like, literally these, these little this little island chain in the corner of the map. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they kind of... Blizzard's always inventing lore. They invented this, you know, this bigger... Um, well, that's that's fine. It's yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just that, um, yeah, because I remember in Warcraft three we did go there. I mean, that, that's something that we did predict correctly is that this expansion would be centered around the Tomb of Sargeras because it's like that that kind of has something to do with it. I just thought I just had the impression the Tomb of Sargeras was underwater, and I guess that's not the case. Uh, maybe, oh, who knows? I mean, ultimately, you know, like they they do change a lot of things <laughs> as long as it's for the better. I don't really care. Yeah, uh, it, it it's just that like. Um, relative to Warlords, I like the lead-up to this story better. Whereas, like, Warlords was kind of confusing, and this is like, oh, no, there's a Legion invasion well, the War- on this island. Yeah, Warlords just came out of nowhere, like, for better or worse. Like, I mean, they had hardly any build-up within the game or within the lore about, you know, going back in time and, and fighting orcs. Um, but yeah. in this one, it's like, you know, we're revisiting, um, like, familiar... Not locations, but, like, you have, like, Vicrule and, um... It, it involves, like, Warcraft lore. Yeah, it's, like, it, Warcraft it's, stuff yeah. you're familiar with. Like, um, and there's a lot of stuff going on, and, like, you, you think it's a little bit of a... Of a hodgepodge of... <laughs> of just random I was stuff. Yeah, I was gonna get to that, but, yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, the main threat is... Um, a huge Legion invasion from the Tomb of Sargeras. Um, which I think is kind of... The expansion pre-event from what they were talking about is like, like this initial invasion, kind of like Warlords. How like, um, you know, we had the the initial orc attack, but then like after that, it's like, oh, now we have to clean up other stuff. Now we got to go do Blackrock Spire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So a few things. Uh. There's um, Emerald Dream stuff in this expansion. Yeah. The zones. Yeah. Certainly. I, I mean, I. I've always wanted to have Emerald Dream in the game. I figured it would be an expansion. Every everybody since Vanilla has told me, no, it'll probably just be a raid. So, 
this doesn't really bother me that much because I just kind of go like, oh, I guess everyone else was right. It wasn't like, I don't really feel shortchanged by it just being a raid, if that makes sense. Yeah, so like, I'm obviously like, like story of, of the Emerald Dream is, um, that Seder guy went in there. Xavius, yeah. Yeah, and like, got, I think Old God Corruption somehow too. I think, no, I, I think what it was is that he, um, I think this, the Satyrs came into being... Not from an old god. I don't remember the all the story. I, I know that they were created. They're they're demons, you know, um, and like he got killed or something and went into the dream and just just decided he was going to cause trouble. I'm sure there's way more to it than that, but like uh, I don't think it was really old god related so much. I might be wrong. I don't know. I had to look it up. I always thought like part of the nightmare was because of old gods got in there. It, yeah, so and I'm looking at thought. I'm looking at a. Uh, Davies' model, and he kind of looks kind of like Shaw-like, with like the um, the goo all over him. So I'm not really what, sure. What is it with Warcraft and just goo on goo, things being yeah. bad? Like whether it's fell energy or shock corruption or whatever, goo getting on stuff is bad. Yeah. So one of the plot crap. lines is um, there's another world tree here. And, another uh, one. Yeah, and like the uh, Emerald Dream is or, or the nightmare. Oh, you, mean, you mean like an Emerald Portal tree, right? Well, it's, it's like um, Nedrasil and. The one in Northrend. This I, I forgot the name of this one, but you know Northrend. Yeah, there was a world tree in Northrend. There was. Yeah, that um the the roots grew too deep in it. Uh, oh, that's and, right. And it yeah. punctured um Yogg-Saron's uh, chamber. And Yogg-Saron was like, "What's this? A tree? <laughs> a tree? Roots? Um, and this I one, in this one, this is where the nightmare is kind of um like a uh, centered around. It's kind of corrupting this world tree." Okay, alright, I get it. I get um, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like... Well, okay, so... So, I was really hyped for Warlords of Draenor. Draenor? Draenor? We've whatever. talked a lot about Warlords. So. Yeah, I know, I'm just saying, I was I was hyped for it, because it sounded cool. And then I felt like it really didn't deliver. Um, that's not a secret. And then, like, Mists of Pandaria, on the opposite hand, was like, you know, oh... I mean, I wasn't really in this boat, but a lot of people were like, pandas, what? You know, and then they didn't like it, and they, you know, whatever, thought it was going to suck, and immediately just didn't give it a chance, um, and it was really good. So I don't really know where to stand on this, and I, I don't want her to sit down and go like, I think it's going to be great, or anything. But all, all I can really do is just make predictions based on, like, the way, like, the panel was handled and stuff. Yeah. Um, there's, so like, like, things... there's, like, plot line with, like, um... Queen Ashara and some of her minions like trying to yeah. like, get a hold of some artifact that's kind of like central to like I think one of the things we're doing in expansion is like we're collecting all these artifacts to do something to combat the Legion and like all these other forces are trying to get a hold of it. It's it's a collectathon. Yeah, World of Warcraft has become has become Banjo Kazooie, <laughs> and uh, somehow the Worgen and the Undead are playing a a part in here somewhere, but they're not really clear about how. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's some new, um, there's some new races and, and cultures, like a another group of Torin that um, has Torin just they must just evolve quickly. Yeah, every, every time they go anywhere, they just turn into like the the regions like pack animals. Yeah, it's like want, oh, <laughs> these ones have like moose yaks? ears. I guess. Yeah, this is like, it's like you know, oh, in this in this part of the world they turned into yaks. In this part of the world they turned into bison. In this part of the world they tur- they turned into into mooses. Yep. So there's uh, a lot like of <laughs> there's a lot of like um like highborn stuff going around here. There's like a zone called um uh Asuna Asuna, and... which is like a big 
Um, well, Sikar. it's like a it's like a another kind of race of elf. They're oh, that's about. right. Yeah. Well, I don't think like I think they're just kind of like the remaining highborn that haven't yeah. really given up magic, and they've just been living in this ancient part of the world for like the last ten thousand yeah, yeah. years or whatever. And and like they said, they they like they're kind of like fell elves or something like that. Like well, wouldn't that just suck if you're like one of those elves? It's like, well, the world's blown up and we're stuck on these islands. I guess yeah. this is where we live now. And like, meanwhile, like everyone goes off in like the horde forms and like, I, I mean, like, and they're just isolated. And now it's now we're gonna show up and kill them all. <laughs> another uh, another zone is um, Stormheim is based on the um, Vikrul. Yeah, I, I don't know if you here knew this ahead of time. I learned this from uh, Tomb Raider, actually, but Helheim is actually the um, uh, the the Norse underworld. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so um, when they named the place Helheim, I was like, oh, we're gonna go to the Norse version of Hell. I mean, there's a lot of Thor stuff going on in, in the, with the Vikrul. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. True. It's kind of like um, a Vikrul civilization that, that um, never got corrupted by all the stuff in Northrend. Oh, yeah, because they're separated. Yeah. Like, I imagine when the Vikrul got a got banished, like, some went to the Broken Isles and some went to the Eastern Kingdoms. Yeah, and makes like, sense. Yeah. Um, I, one, of the, one of the weird things, you mentioned this before, uh, and it's one thing I'm really afraid of, is that there's a lot, there's a lot of elements in this expansion, especially in the plot. Like, when they went to go talk about, well, one, like, I'll just openly say that the guy that was presenting the, like, lore and setting section of the, of the, the stream or whatever... I, I don't know why, but I did not like that guy. Like, the way he was talking to people, like, uh, I just, he just seemed so above everybody. I don't know. But anyway, so, um, while he was talking, like, there's just so many elements here. Like, it's like, oh, we've got Sara coming back. Here's some Emerald Dream stuff. Remember Naltharian? Here's his cave. It's like, I feel like they just have, like, a laundry list of all of the things that they oh, yeah, what was the deal with that? On. Like, you visit the cave that, um, that, um, Naltharian kind of hung out in. <laughs> Yeah, like his house. <laughs> We're gonna go to his house and do something. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, these aren't bad story elements. Keep in mind, it's just it feels like they just kind of went around and rounded up all the things that like people thought were gonna be major story elements in the past and just said, "Here you go." Just dumped them all into one. Yeah, like the Emerald Dream um, is kind of a big one, but like Blizzard uh, always said, it's like we don't think we have an expansion's worth of. Stuff content. to do, yeah, yeah, to do for animal dream, and um, I mean, it's, it's, it must it's be blind. tricky, like when, like when they're designing what expansion should be. It's like, okay, like is now the time for Emerald Dream? They're like Cataclysm, no, Pandaria, well, no, it doesn't really fit here. Draenor, well, obviously you can't do it there. It's like, well, how about this one? It's like, yeah, we need more stuff to put in here. This is related to elves, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like, um... Well, yeah, because it is about druids and stuff. So. It is, yeah. I, I mean, like, that all fits in. I'm not... I, and I'm not really saying that I think it's going to be bad, because there's just this cacophony of yeah. story things going on. It's just that, like, it could easily become a mess. Like, it, it's kind of like with Cataclysm, where it's like, you know, here's all this crap happening, and it's like, it, it could it could feel unfocused, and that that's one thing that I'm kind of concerned about. But it doesn't ultimately condemn it. Like uh, it really feels. You mentioned this, and I thought about it, and you're right. It feels a lot like Wrath of the Lich King, the way this is being handled, where it's like, here's yeah. this brand, here's this new northern continent where our hub city is going to be Dalarn, and I, I want to talk about Dalarn as well in a bit. But 
like we're gonna have a hub city again and all this stuff and like we have like you know all these different plot elements like in wrath it was like the blue dragon flights doing something completely unrelated then we have like titans and we have like you know yog saron and all that being introduced as well as the scourge oh, the blue um, dragons are in this one too they can mention oh that's right yeah oh and also uh we have another army of classic villains right like um in wrath of lich king we had the scourge which everyone was familiar with the scourge and in this one we have the burning legion and we haven't had that kind of thing happening for a long time. So it's like, it, it kind of goes back to like Warcraft roots, if that makes any sense. So yeah. it feels very Wrath-like to me. I mean, if like Draenor was kind of a Burning Crusade callback, like this one is kind of a Lich King callback and just, um... Yeah. I mean, it's getting a big vibe from it, just like all these different cultures that has been kind of separated from everything else. We're like visiting parts of the world that no one's really explored before. We're, we're doing stuff with Titans as well and Blue yeah. Dragons again. Uh, the Dalaran Hub City. By the way, I, I, I thought about this. Did you know we haven't had, like, a major neutral, like, expansion hub since Wrath of the Lich King? Yeah, they kind of moved to, like, like uh, faction ones. I, I was, I, I was kind of saying it angrily at the time. I was talking to a guy a little bit ago where I was saying, like, you know, it's one of those things that Blizzard started shoving down our throats, and I don't mean that to sound like offensive or mean but it's like in cataclysm it was like you know we updated everything so i mean you know we get orgrimmar or whatever but then like they were like well we want to get people out of the cities you know like we don't want you hanging around in the cities with all these people so we're gonna make this shrine be real tiny and you're gonna want to go out and explore and then like with uh warlords of draenor it was like well, here's your, your war spear and it sucks or whatever <laughs> I mean, like, you know, and I'm I'm sure that that wasn't actually, like, their meeting that they had to make this decision, but it's like it felt more like, like they were dumbing down or shrinking the content around, like, the hubs to, like, try to push us out into the world. And all it did was make the game feel lonely and small in those respects. So I really like the return to form where it's like, here's your great big city, you can run in circles around it again, you know. <laughs> I wonder how much, like, um... The Wrath of the Lich King in Darlan is going to be. I, I don't know. If they kind of uh, like redecorated. Maybe, maybe like the textures higher. Yeah, like the textures higher. Right. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, they also have um, an artifact system. Yeah. Which um, sounds really interesting, but I'm not really sure how it quite works yet. Like each character will get a. Every character slash spec has a unique. There's like 36 different weapons. Yeah. So stuff. like if you're a. Um, Enhancement Shaman, you get Doomhammer. Like, the Doomhammer. Now, it's, which is a little silly. Like, why is... <laughs> where, what happened to Thrall? Yeah, he just gives it to you. <laughs> He's like, here and, you go. Um, you can, uh, through questing and just, I, I guess, just playing the game and doing stuff, you can, um... You can empower this weapon almost like a, a, like a talent tree. Um, yeah. And... Yeah, like, affects your abilities. It's essentially, like, the legendary item of this expansion, I think. But it's also like that Path of the Titans that used to be in Cataclysm, I think. Yeah. Like it, it's like a personalized advancement system that's unique to you. When I when I saw the art of, like, how you progress along, like, the weapon talents, it reminded me of Skyrim for some reason, with, like, the constellations. Oh, I'm sure that's no coincidence. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it. It's like, you know, this is interesting. Well, one, I really like the idea because it's totally different. Maybe it'll turn out terrible. I don't know. But, like... I like that it's so different because it, it gives us something new that completely changes the way we're going to, like, gear up, for example. Did they like, give us examples, like, what kind of stuff um, the artifacts will do? 
you can you can look at the screenshots that they had up on their thing, and there's like you know like you could like the like they have like their mouse hovered over different talents. Like I think the Ashbringer, one of its first ones, is that like if, if you're a red paladin, you get Ashbringer. Um, and one of the things says, you know, oh, whenever you use like X attack, uh, Ashbringer will mimic that attack after three seconds or whatever. So. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, that, that's like a first tier talent. I don't. I don't know. Like, I'm sure it gets more interesting. I'm sure they're on. working on it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's it's another talent system. But here's the interesting thing: it's a talent tree. If you notice, like, it's 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 not like the. Well, I think you can fill in every spot, but you get choices. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, like I said, it's completely new. Uh, you can the other thing is you can you can customize the way they look. Like, uh, they have different, like, models available for each of them. So, like, you can make the Ashbringer just made out of fire if you want. That's cool. Like, uh, especially if it's a weapon you're going to have for the whole expansion. Yeah. I um, mean, it's like, like, if you beat, like, one of the raids and, oh, you get this fire one or something. Like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, and here's something else, too. They're totally changing PvP, and one of the uh, weapon customizations is, is locked behind the PvP gate. Yeah. So I mean that's 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 that like initially sounds annoying to me, but at the same time, I kind of like that because it makes PvP a little bit unique. Are are, are those different looks just cosmetic or? Yeah, they're just cosmetic. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because oh. like I was thinking maybe if you chose a certain like path on on the on the well, weapon. They they said that um. It's designed, so like, let's say you're a Death Knight, and you get like the Frostmourne weapon. It's not the Frostmourne, but it's, it looks a lot like it. Uh, it's like, you know, well, if maybe you like, maybe you're, maybe you're a Death Knight who, who enjoys the idea of like draining souls from people. Well, you can have a version of it that is like, you know, the middle of the blade is hollowed out, and there's like people's spirits swimming around in it or whatever, you know. So, I, I mean, I think they just made, they're doing it mostly for player customizability flavor, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, like the, of course, like, we don't know, like, like the story about how you get the Ashbringer, but, um, does, it doesn't change the fact that every single Red Paladin is going to have the Ashbringer, you know? <laughs> and, like, well, they need some different, um... Yeah, I mean, well, on top of that, too, I was, think about this, like, in most raids you go into, um... You know, you're not going to have, like, 50 Red Paladins in one raid. So it's not like you're yeah. just going to have, like, a bunch of Ashbringers all over the place. You're probably going to have, like, maybe one, maybe two. Oh, I'm know. sure there's someone on the MMO Champion forums going, it's like, oh, this doesn't feel legendary if everyone has Ashbringer. It is going to be weird, because, uh, think about this, by the time the expansion is over, so, like, months and months after it begins... I feel like we're going to be so sick of seeing these weapons everywhere, where it's like, oh, look, it's a survival hunter. He's got, I don't know, the bow of eternity or whatever it's going to um, be, you know? The survival hunter weapon is a spear, so people are, are thinking that it's going to oh. turn into a melee class. That's weird. Like it's a spear? Or spec, oh, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't like, know. Um, they haven't talked much about, like, system changes and stuff, so, like... Like, some of the details, like, they haven't announced yet, and, like, I have a feeling, like, we might see something, like, some, um, new class race combinations, like, at BlizzCon and stuff, and just little things like that. Yeah, maybe. Um, what else? Oh, they have something called, uh, class... Class orders? halls. Yeah, yeah, class halls. So, like, it's kind of like the garrison, but, um, it's centered around your class. So, like, all the shamans yeah. and druids and warriors... Like, say, we're awesome, we're gonna hang out and be awesome together. 
And um, I, I like the um, they they mentioned some cool ones like the shamans get to go to the maelstrom. There's like a cave yeah. or something that overlooks the maelstrom they're going to go to, and that's their class hall. And it's like okay, cool. Then it's like the warlocks literally go to a different planet. Yeah, like a sort of like, planet. <laughs> yeah, like that's Do they mention strange. the uh, druid one? Because I know you play a druid. I they I actually looked it up and they did mention it, and I forget where it is. It's probably. Um, like the world tree in Hydral. It's it's some it, yeah it's something unique. I just don't remember what it is. Uh, it'd be neat if they did something with the Emerald Dream actually, um, mm-hmm. or like uh, the the Paladin one. I thought was funny. You're you're literally just underneath Light's Hope Chapel, so it's like we're in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> we're all gonna let's let's go in Light's Hope's basement and play our Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so they go into a lot of detail about what you do there, but um, it's kind of like the garrison where you can um. It's yeah. well, it's pretty stripped down. Yeah, like oh, uh, yeah, like way stripped down because yeah. I think they learned their lesson about people wanting to spend all their time there. But they're gonna have a a follower like system, but instead of followers, they're uh, champions. They're and, best friends. I, mean, I don't think they um, detailed exactly what you do, but they gave an example. It's like, well, if you have this champion do this thing, then once you get to a zone, like you get more experience, like stuff like that. So it's not just yeah. like send off. A follower get experience and maybe some gold. Like it's actually going to affect stuff you do in the world. Yeah, so it's not like it's not like you just send them off to do your dailies for you, which is yeah. kind of what it is right now. Uh, they also said that they're going to be like major lore characters. So I sort of, well, not all of them, but you know, some of them. So I kind of get the impression that it'll be like you know, oh well, I have Tyrion Forgering or whatever as one of my champions, and it's not that like he works for you. It's that like. He's on your side. This is, I don't know if this is the case. This is just like yeah. this is my impressions of it. So it's like you know, okay, well, today he's telling me that we can go do this, and like maybe maybe you will go do something. Like he unlocks like a quest for you to go do that. If yeah, you exactly. complete the quest, yeah, like it'll give you a something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah like, because it's like like the um, a shipyard um, in your garrison is like personally like a huge waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like the um. And, like, the legendary quest is just, like, do five, you know, shipyard missions that are just, you know, send your ships out there. Hopefully, like, hopefully they don't blow up. And I was thinking, it's like, well, these ships should go out, like, say, oh, like, oh, we disabled Gul'dan's ship. You need to go there and board it and raid it and take whatever artifacts on there. Yeah, it's like a little scenario or something. Yeah, and, like, I think, I don't think they said, but I imagine they're, they're, they're like, talking about that kind of stuff with, with yeah. the champions. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's, like, the natural progression of it, where it's like, well, the champ, with, like, with followers, it gets boring because you send them out to do stuff for you, so we want the players to go do stuff on their, maybe not on their own, but we want the players to be involved. So I feel like the, the most natural direction that can go is, like, you know, you specifically go do this mission with the followers, you know? Yeah, it, it didn't mention um, crafting or profession stuff, but I imagine, like, you're not going to have a herb garden there, you know? That was, that was always something that, even in like, WAD announcements, like Warlords of Draenor, I always thought was strange where they said, like, here's some profession buildings that are going to allow everyone to do a little bit of every profession. And I was like, okay, that sounds strange. And then it came out and didn't, like, it ultimately just kind of ruined things. So, like, um, yeah, you can definitely see that they, they are intentionally scaling back a lot of the, the garrison stuff or, like, getting rid of it altogether. Yeah. Um... There was something. There was something I wanted to bring up. I can't remember what it is. Suddenly, uh, I mean, like, like the new things they mentioned, like the class halls and the artifact weapons, are definitely new and interesting, and I think will help the game. Uh, 
like all the gameplay stuff they talked about, I think, are great ideas and like great directions to go in. It's really only just yeah. the story that I'm like, what? What's going on? This yeah, well, I mean, we'll just have to see because yeah. it's not like immediately apparent what's going to happen. Like, like when you say, oh, we're going to Northrend to fight the Witch King, that's pretty straightforward. It turns out there's like a lot of other little things there. Exactly. In this one, they like told us all about the little things up front, and we like, have to see how it all. And forgot like, to mention Illidan. <laughs> even if, even if the story is like kind of lackluster, that's okay with me as long as it's... If the gameplay is yeah, fine. Yeah. I mean, because I remember talking to someone else about this, where it's like, nobody nobody builds great memories from multiplayer games or MMOs from, like, the story events that happen. Like, me and you don't sit around going like, man, remember that time when Deathwing tried to blow up the world? Oh, good times! You know, like, we don't do that. That's not normal. So, I mean, like, the story elements are important for, like keeping my interest, I guess, maybe long-term and wanting to know where, the, where it goes. But yeah. ultimately, if the game's not fun, the game's not fun. Well, oh, yeah, like, because Warlords had the lackluster story, but also had the lackluster... And lackluster game. gameplay, yeah. Like, so. it, had the good, it had good raids, but everything in between, it wasn't that great. Yeah, just everything else fell completely um, flat. And, like, the other big thing... Oh, yeah, level 110, by the way. What? Um, That's weird. <laughs> they should have made it 111. Yeah. This would be really been... funny. Uh... Oh, what was I gonna say? Um, well, the new class, the Demon Hunter. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, that's right, we didn't talk about Demon Hunter at all. Uh, um, I'm kind of disappointed that it's another melee new class. Like, we've had we've had Death Knight, Monk, and Demon Hunter now, and they're all melee classes. Yeah, this one only has two specs, it's either a um, melee or a tank. Someone brought up to me when they announced that, that, like, you know, because I guess they, they, they said something like, oh, well, we discussed, you know, if we should have three specs, but it wouldn't make any sense to have two DPS specs or two tank specs. And this guy I was talking to just... Yeah, and this guy just immediately goes like, why was that even a discussion? That doesn't make any sense. And I remember telling him, like, well, World of Warcraft has had the staple of three specs for a long time, with the exception of druids. Uh, So, I mean, like, just when you go and you say, like, here's a hero class, it only has two specs, immediately there's, like, this gut wrench of, like, what? Oh, no, it's less content. But, like, ultimately it makes sense, because what are you going to... Like, two DPS specs or two tank specs is kind of weird. I mean, you have to make them different enough to, like... Yeah. Um, and, and, like, I'm sure they had headaches when, like, designing rogues and mages and stuff. It's like, okay, how do we make this stabby spec different than this stabby spec, you know? Yeah, I mean, with mages you can get away with saying that, like, well, fire, frost are, like, two different kinds of things, you know, yeah. whatever. But, yeah, like, rogues, it's like, well... What do we do there? You know, like it just it gets it gets to the point where you almost ask why there are multiple specs. Like it should almost just all be talents and like how you pick your talents. Uh, I'm sure if they redesign the entire game, they could do something like that. But I mean, that's just the way the, it is. The two specs things for the for the demon hunter, like um, I'm kind of glad that they. I don't know if they actually cut their losses on that or not, but like, just said, like, let's just have two specs and focus on that, because it gives them time to make both of those specs really good. Yeah, like, they don't have to worry about making the two... Yeah. I mean, even if they made, like, one of the specs range, they would have to say, okay, what's, like, how do we... We have to add a whole whole other talent system for... It it adds development time, honestly. Like, time is money, and, like, the more time they spend trying to work out complicated, stupid stuff like that, the less time they can spend making everything else great. So, I mean, that's that's one of those things. So, Um, demon hunters have some unique uh, cosmetic options, like, um, like, horns and special, um, 
like uh, blindfolds and tattoos neat, and stuff like that. Neat, unprecedented thing about demon hunters: only elves can be demon hunters. Yep, only night elves and blood elves. That's like they've never done. I mean, like, okay, this this stays pretty close to lore, right? Like, uh, I mean, we've only ever seen elves as demon hunters, but I feel like if this expansion came out years ago, they would have been like, "Well, that's not fair. Everyone should be able to be a demon hunter yeah. because." You know, and then you know we would have like MMO champion forum threads going like that's breaking the lore, but now it's like they're actually sticking close. They're actually like sticking a, a hard close nail to what that lore says. Yeah, because um, this isn't like the monk where these uh, Pandarians came over and taught people to be monks. Like these are like you're you're literally playing as one of the Illidari from Burning Crusade that you saw in like Black Temple. And stuff. Ima- imagine if, imagine if like. There's just like Torin Illidari. Yeah. <laughs> just trapped in there. And they're like, well, I just wanted to join Illidan's side. Yeah, so like, I guess the story is when um, our players uh, um, attack the Black Temple and Burning Crusade, Illidan sent a handful of uh, of um, these demon hunters off to a mission <laughs> that, that we don't really know about quite yet. The opening zone is you're playing is the trash of Black Temple. Yeah, <laughs> you have to run away. Oh no, um, there's, there's, there's these 25 people that have invaded our castle what do we do <laughs> well like you go to like the the original like um prison of the burning legion or something like that yeah like where all the demons and you, you do something there but then you get imprisoned by the the wardens and like you're in prison for 10 years and, like, and you actually have to wait that 10 years in game yeah it's last play <laughs> and um like when when you start your your character like you break out or they set you free or something I like just that. had this funny image. You know how, like, Illidan was in prison, too? And he comes up and he's like, Imprisoned! But imagine if you're, like, one of the Illidari and you're just like, I've been imprisoned for ten years! <laughs> it's like, oh, really? I guess they kind of lucked out in Bring Crusade when they had the idea of making Blood Elves demon hunters. Yeah. Because <laughs> imagine if they didn't, then they couldn't really do this. They would have to explain that's, why that's Blood true. Elves... And there's some very sexy demon hunter elves in this expansion. <laughs> and they talked about some of the, I of the really abilities. Like, uh, I mean, this is this is not really important, but I really love the customizable tattoos. Yeah. I don't know why, but it, that's one of those things that like we've never really had with characters. We don't get to customize tattoos on characters. So with the, the demon hunters, it's neat to have them. And they said like the demon hunter sets will be, like, skimpy on purpose so they can show off tattoos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, like, normally I feel like I would hate that, where it's like, oh, geez, Blizzard, making the armor skimpy, but it's like, that's classically how they look. I mean, that's even how Illidan yeah. looks. He just wears some loose pants, that's it, you know? I mean, I'm looking at, like, a female demon hunter, and, like, you know, it's just that her upper body's kind of showing. It's not like she's, like, naked or anything. I mean, like... It's one of those weird things, because if you're, if you're playing, like, a warrior character, because you hear this all the time, where it's like, oh, this is just a metal bikini, how stupid. But I feel like, like, all these female people I see in-game that play rogues always go for the skimpier armor, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna be this agile, you know, whatever. So it's it's funny that they can just kind of get away with it, like, you know, like, let's make them as sexy as possible. <laughs> Even though that, like, any, any other case, I feel, would just be like, you know, what are you doing, Blizzard, this is dumb. I don't know. So one of their class abilities is called Spectral Sight, where they can see through walls, I guess? They can wall hack. So I'm not quite sure how that works. That's um, strange, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's 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 like, um, you use Spectral Sight, and then you just see, like, outlines of players, like, behind structures. It's kind of like, um, 
detective mode in, in like the Batman games, maybe. Yeah, everything turns into X-rays, and you see their yeah. skeletons. <laughs> and they have a um, metamorphosis uh, where they turn into a demon. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you permanently stay like that in combat, or if it's just a cooldown. No, I don't know. Because they they actually have like some new unique models for each one of the races, which I think I... is another reason why I think only. Two, two races can be them because they have a lot of uh, they suddenly get all like huge and bulky yeah yeah I, um, I, I kind of hope that you that like it's just like a like a battle stance you click on it and you're just you're in metamorphosis form until yeah. you click it off that's, that's what I hope for they even seem to keep a lot of uh, customization options like your hairstyle too it just gets bigger and yeah. beefier I mean, um, I wish you could customize, like, the wings. That's something that I think they, they didn't mention that. You can customize the horns, but, like, I would totally like to have customizable everything. I mean, if it's just going to be, like, an elf or a night elf, I feel like they should give it more customizable options than just, like, the default. Yeah, we'll see. Um, seems like if you're DPS, you get wings, and if you're um, a tank, you get, like, rock wings or something. <laughs> you just get really fat. And they, uh, they, they're, they're like pandas. <laughs> yeah. And you can double jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At, at last. They're, they're, more, they're more agile than other classes. You'll be able to get the... Apparently. You'll be able to get the treasures in Draenor easier. <laughs> <laughs> All you guys that don't have flying mounts, I can double jump. <laughs> uh, they didn't mention if there's going to be flying, but I bet there won't be. But I imagine that they'll do the uh, thing they did I... eventually in Draenor where you unlock it. I mean, we, we, we mentioned this before, like, I don't personally give a crap about flying. Like, I don't think that it adds anything to the game. I don't think that it takes anything away from the game either. I think that, like, they may as well just go ahead and let us have it, because it doesn't it doesn't really affect anything in the end. Uh, and they, they've kind of proven that with Warlords, where they said that it, it was going to, and it, it ultimately didn't. So it's like, whenever they, but whenever they didn't have it, the... the backlash they got was so ridiculous I think that they would be stupid to not have flying. I think I, that they won't have it but you'll have to do that thing where you have to like um, yeah, like maybe do you the questing like, uh, like do some reputation and, get, get and like exalted with the factions and, and get lore yeah. master or whatever and, ex and explore like that's fine I don't care if they do that but like just to say like no flying at all yeah. like that I think that'd be a bad move. I mean I wonder if they'll wait as long um, to do that, or if they'll do it, like... I think it should just be available from the get-go. Like, as long as you do all this stuff, it, you're max level, you, you've done all these quests, you've explored everything, you have lore master, whatever. I mean, and even then, it makes it more of a reward. Like, um, in the past, when it's just been like, you know, oh, just get max level, here's flying, congratulations. It's just kind of like, well, yeah, I expected to get this. But when it's a reward, it's something you work for. I think that it's more gratifying and has more meaning. So I, I actually hope that they keep it an achievement. But Yeah, they probably will. There's, there's a few things that they, that they didn't talk about during the presentation, but it's on the website. It says improved social features. I don't know what that is. They're going to put World of Warcraft on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and it says improved transmog... Transmog system, so I imagine they're gonna put, like... Probably gonna do something to, like, clean up the inventory space. Well, like the uh, Diablo 3 system, yeah. where if you have an item, it it saves it, and you can just use it whenever. Because that's now, what the what Diablo we, system is. What, what they should do, I don't know what this is the case, but what they should do, they should make it so that you can bundle your sets together. That'd be nice. 
like like let's say you like it doesn't even have to be like a tiered set. Let's say you just you you have like a pair of pants that you you think matches this nice shirt you have or whatever. You can take those those several items and then just like bundle them together. They'll take up a single inventory slot. And then, like, you know, whenever you go to transmog, you just click that option, and it just does all of it automatically. That'd be yeah. fantastic if they... As far as the mods to do that, but yeah, like, that should be built in. And there's some games, like uh, Guild Wars, I'm sure a lot of the other ones, that just has has a uh, a transmog, um, like, slot. Blizzard, just, I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> like, you just put those items in the slot or whatever, and whatever you equip, you, you just look like those items so you can replace yeah. the gear all you want you'll still look like um and that's that's like a that. good idea i well, mean uh, but like at the same time i think blizzard wants you to like see their art you know oh certainly but i mean like um i mean there's a back and a forth on that though too because i thought all the tier sets in hellfire citadel looked like crap well not all of them I mean, like, usually usually I'm one of those guys that's like, you know, oh, you know, people worked hard on this, like, I respect it, but a lot of the Hellfire Siddle stuff looked really generic to me. I like the Shaman one. Yeah, I mean... Maybe I'm saying that because I'm a Shaman, but... Um, I think the Shaman one was okay. Yeah. It's, it's just like, in their Mythic versions, it was just, oh, look, there's slime all over you now. That's nice. <laughs> you're, <laughs> uh, you're on fire. I mean, I don't want to get too much into Warlords, but it's one of those things where, like... You know, if there if there's new items, every time I find something new, even if it's a green, I usually control click it because I'm curious to see what it looks like. So I mean, and if it looks fine, I'll go ahead and just equip that. So I mean, even if it was all automatic, I I would be fine with that. So I don't know. That's just me though. Do we mention the PvP? Uh, not yet. I figured we were going to get to that. Neither of us are PvPers. Yeah. So it's like, well, and they're basically putting the uh, Call of Duty system in here where you level up to get skills and you don't in like your your um your gear doesn't actually affect people. Well what they I got I got serious Heroes of the Storm vibes from what they were kinda of talking about. I mean I know it's not quite it's like a, more of a long term kind of thing, but like uh t- to me it was like well one they mentioned that in Burning Crusade they changed PvP to be more like equipment based. And I remember I remember the reason why at the time was because they'd introduced arenas and arenas were moving so fast. Like, you'd go in an arena and it would be over, like, within seconds. And uh, they were like, we gotta somehow increase this, like, amount of time that it takes for this. So they invented, like, resilience. And, uh, like, you had to you had to grind the gear to get the resilience to be able to withstand PvP, which meant that you had to PvP and suck at it for a while, and that was always awful. And, and like, it just, it just killed it for me. Like, I liked PvP before that, and then they changed it. And now it's like they're going back to making it. It looks anyway. Excuse me. That they're they're taking it back to like this is going to be like skill based. And I don't mean like your personal player skill, but like your abilities as a character. Where it's like here's your talents. You know, use them at the right moments. You know, be intelligent about how you manage your cooldowns and stuff <laughs> during player versus player combat. And that will determine like you know your ability to, to perform. Yeah, because you'll unlock. PvP important skills as you level up in PvP. Yeah. And um, if you reach max level, you can do like you do in Call of Duty, where you can start over and uh, prestige, but you get like, um, they said cosmetic rewards for prestiging, well, I know so... One of them is your, your you can change your character portrait, kind of. You get like a badge on it, and like the badge gets cooler every time you prestige. So that's, that's neat, because that's something yeah. that everyone can see. So they're like, wow, look at that guy, you know. Uh, you get, like, mounts and, and, like, armor and stuff that you can transmog into. Yeah, so, like, uh, I wonder if you prestige 
And then, like, once you reach reach max level, you can get, like, a new mount. Like, a new PvP mount or something. The the neat thing about that, too, is, like, the rewards are cool, but the, the better thing about that is, like, the long-term ramifications. Because, <laughs> uh, see, right now, they, they kind of mention this, how, like, you know, you go into Battleground, and there's, like, that one... I think their specific case was a warrior, who's got, like, the best PvP gear in the game. And then, like, you know, no matter what you do, that guy's just gonna kick your butt. No matter what. He's gonna show up, you're gonna get thrashed, and it's game over. And that sucks. No one likes that. That's why I stopped PvPing. So it's like, now there's no more total cap. Like, some people will get to the top and they'll have all their talents available. Whatever. But, like, the people who are really serious will probably prestige it. So that means that there'll always be, like, a nice mixed bag of, like, people that are all over the map, and it doesn't matter when you get into PvP, like, uh... And I imagine they'll... You could be a new... Try to match people around the same PvP level, too. Yeah, like, you'll, you'll... You could be a total PvP noob and still, like, get involved in it, you know, and, and not feel like, oh, I did I don't have, like, the current season's gear, and I, I can't do this, or whatever, so... I mean, I've been PvP'd since... Like Lich vanilla, King. Or, oh, Lich King. You PvP'd in Lich King? A little bit. I remember like... we PvP'd in vanilla. We remember oh, yeah. Alterac Valley? You showed me Alterac Valley, and like you were like, hey, Casey, come over this ridge. <laughs> it's like, what's this? And it goes into like the middle of the map or whatever, and it's like, holy crap, and there's just like this ocean of like red names just fighting. It's it was like, mostly... Like, the rings. <laughs> I mean, it's mostly Burning Crusade in, in vanilla, like, but, but once like the gear, like... He, he, once the gear got really out of Once he started needing PvP gear, I, I I pretty much stopped. Yeah, I mean, I only have time... I and like, I'm not even that busy of a man, but I really only have time for one gear grind, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't do PvE and PvP. Uh, and ultimately, completely separate him, separating them in this way makes it easier to do both. <laughs> I don't know how that makes any sense, but... And like, um, they said they're gonna, like, separate... Um, skills from PvE and PvP, but they didn't go into huge detail about well, they, if, if, if that yeah. means, like, spells will be completely different in PvP or, or what. Because well, that's they, always been a balance problem. They, they did say that, like, uh, the talents are going to be totally separate. And, yeah, like, the, talents the PvP will. talents will only work in Battlegrounds. That is something they've needed to do for a long time. I mean, like, for example, they brought up uh, Death Knights with uh, Necrotic Strike, where it's like, this this ability was great for PvP, but had no real purpose in PvE, so whenever they had to, like, prune abilities, it was one of those natural things to just kind of get rid of. But now it's like, oh, wait, we can put that back in as a talent for PvP only. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. Like, if you're a raider, you don't gotta give a crap about it. Um, and they don't have to worry about... it. Again, it takes away from time spent trying to balance everything on their end. They can just... Like, they could just put people in charge of PvP and whatever. They do their own thing. They don't gotta worry about how they're impacting the rest of the game. And there's that um, every man for himself racial that the humans have. That's, no, that's like uh, causing a huge imbalance in um, PvP right now. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, it seems like they could just put that ability on like the first level of this PvP system that everyone just gets it. What 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 some what is that a talent or that? Yeah, um, it, it's a it's a trinket. It's basically a, a trinket. Like, that, it's got, like, fears and stuns and stuff? Yeah, so... Okay, yeah. It's, like, so it's just... It, it frees up another... Because, tr- like, everyone gets that trinket that does the exact same thing, but the humans have it as a racial. And they're probably on separate cooldowns, I imagine. Well, I think, there's, racial. I think they're the same, but that just means they can have another trinket. Oh, that's is, true. Is that's right, yeah. Yeah, and, and trinkets in PvP are pretty powerful, because um, you can do, like, burst damage with them. 
sometimes. That's a good point. Well, so, it just means more people are playing humans, and that's an underloved race, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that means that, as an Alliance player, all the, people, see in my ra- all, all the people in my raid are humans, and it's boring. It used game. to be Night Elves, didn't it? Yeah. Like, like it's always Night Elves, Blood Elves, are just all over the place. Now it's gonna, now it's gonna be even worse because everyone's gonna be playing uh, demon hunters. I almost said death hunters. That's a little strange. My uh, raid leader um, at the end of raid today said, um, "It's like okay, everyone. I know everyone wants to play a demon hunter, but uh, <laughs> when the time comes, we're gonna have to basically flip a coin and see who yeah. gets to play it." Well, I mean, in in that case, I'm sure it'll be whoever does it best. But, but like, uh, I mean, he basically said, if you're a if you're a melee. Then you'll get priority. That's basically what he said. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it, that, that's one thing, watching the video, where they're like, you know, look at these awesome abilities, like I-beams, and it's like, oh. And then, like, it just shows a guy running around. It's just a World of Warcraft video. And then, like, you know, an ability happens and some mon- monster dies. And he goes, wasn't that cool? And it's like, it just looked like World of Warcraft. I mean... And I the, don't know what you want to say. And the crowd is just freaking out going, They're like, oh, oh my god! Yeah, and it's like, like when the double jump happened, and everyone just like, there's like a standing ovation, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, really guys? I mean, I know it's cool, but like, whatever. It, it's just like, they, they were, you know, they said like, look at this awesome class, and this this like little figures running around with like two two swords. And I'm like, it's just a rogue. I've seen this. I, <laughs> I mean, mean, at like, least like, like demon hunters have, um, like, like the, like, they look different, and they have some, like, metamorphosis and stuff, but, like, um... Oh, yeah, I mean... If you're playing, like, a Death Knight, I mean, there's nothing really separating you from a warrior just by looking at you, you know? I mean, I now, when it's in-game, I'll play one. I'll probably enjoy it, to be honest. Oh, yeah, like, I'm definitely gonna But, but it's, like, one. I just thought it was funny, because I was just like, this... I mean, come on, Blizzard, like... <laughs> well, more the audience rather than Blizzard, because, I mean, Blizzard, what are they gonna do? It's, 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 you know... World of Warcraft is World of Warcraft. It's it's an old ten year old game. It's it's not like they're gonna suddenly like have a high resolution, you know, first person view character that carries a machine gun or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's gonna be World of Warcraft. They did for... said they they upped the um druid transformation. They models. they did, but like I don't know why that matters. I mean they're already pretty updated as it is. At this point, it was what Lich King when they got updated. Was it Lich King? It was a while ago. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I will say this. I like that the dr- Feral Druid-specific weapon actually changes the way their um, their Feral forms look. Yeah, and that's probably going to be the case for Bear and Moon. Yeah, well. and like, you can customize the way even that looks, where it's like, I oh, want to be Are they finally going to update that awful Moonkin model? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't want them to, because it's it's become like a, almost a running joke. <laughs> That awful, awful Moonkid model. Well, it's just, it's just old. It's from the original game. Well, I mean, you can, um... They they kind of fixed it by giving us the glyph of stars, where you just oh, yeah. turn invisible. <laughs> so it's like, oh, whatever. We don't turn invisible, but you turn into, like, a celestial being. What do you want your druid artifact to be? For, like, healing. Oh, for healing? Well, yeah, because uh, you're a healer. The, the Thunder Fury. Thunder Fury. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh... I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things... Okay, so what are some popular weapons it could be? Like, what are some... Like, Malfurion doesn't really... I guess he has a staff, doesn't he? Like, he has a staff, but it's not like a recognized... It's just kind of like a stick with a moon on it. It's nothing really spectacular. I mean, imagine it's probably going to be that. <laughs> uh, probably. I mean, like, they'll probably make it look neat. I, 
It's like it's like the fire mage weapon. It's like Kalthos's sword that we've never heard of, unless you like read the books, I guess. I don't yeah. know. And like it, I, honestly, it looks cool. It looks fine. It's just funny how like some of these weapons just kind of came out of thin air. It's like, oh, if if you're a uh, like like what's a class like if you're like a subtlety rogue, uh, here's here's Gazlo's dagger. It's yeah, like, so oh. like, are they gonna have um, like for every single mage? Or- are they gonna have like a different staff? Uh, every talent, yeah, every talent. Yeah. And like for for the three identical rogue specs, they're gonna have, like <laughs> need to come up with different well, things. If you're a combat rogue, I imagine you'll get either a one-handed, like two one-handed maces or swords. I That's imagine. True. And then like subtlety will be like a dagger, and then like you know assassination will be like a dagger. But like uh. I, 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 as I was saying, if you're like a subtlety or combat rogue, what if you got like Maiev's like circular fist weapon things? Yeah, like yeah. that'd be cool. I, I, like I didn't even think about that. And I thought, wait, there actually are a lot of characters in the game with like neat weapons that we could utilize. Really, I, I wonder if you um, because you have dual spec. I wonder if once you switch your spec, if you get another artifact, you must. Yeah, you, you must. must yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. Or maybe you have to do the quest all over. Maybe you again. have to level up two <laughs> weapons. Um, either that, or it's like, there'll just be weapon drops in the dungeons and stuff, I'm sure. I mean, because I don't think they would just forego that. But well, maybe, I mean, if but, it's uh, basically a requirement to get your artifact... I don't then... know, I mean, that takes up a lot of their design time, too, like, making all the different weapon variations, so... I don't know, we'll have to wait and see, I guess, yeah. on that regard, but like... Uh, during BlizzCon, they'll... And um, they're doing a Q&A this weekend. Um, that's true, yeah. So that's about everything. It's good. What about things they didn't mention, right? So, like, we, we talked about flying briefly, but, like, do you think they're going to make any changes to, say, like, how raids are organized? Um, raiding, I think they're pretty happy with... Um, raiding is pretty strong, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the strongest it's ever been in terms of how... I- it's organized. I recently made the argument, and this is really this is really unpopular, and this this is definitely my own bias. But I recently made the argument that like I'm kind of even unhappy with like the the gating they've done with Mythic. To be honest, like I have not known a single guild that pushed for Mythic that just didn't completely fall apart because of like the restrictions imposed on it. Yeah, like, they they might change Mythic, but we'll see. In this day and age, I mean, I, okay, like, the, th- the reason I say it's unpopular is because I know that there's people out there who are really behind it, they really like the competitive community and stuff, but, like, in this day and age, I don't really know why it matters, that it's, like, it has to all be on one server, you, you can't cross-realm it, and, like, it has to be a set size. I know that the set size thing helps they, um, them design the, the dungeons around it or whatever, but, like... At least make it cross-realm. Like, the reason I like the cross-realm thing is I can... Like, I don't have to have a guild to do stuff. I know guilds are important, but, like, I don't have to worry about... Like, let's say I make a raid on my own, and then we go do a raid, and then, like, some shaman is a jerk. But I have to have a shaman. Well, I don't have to play nice or anything. I don't have to play into the catty politics of running a guild. I can just kick him and get a new one. If you're doing mythic... um. Chances are you're not pugging Mythic. I, mean, I guess not, no. If you're in a Mythic guild, I imagine you're all pretty tight. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess so. It's it's just that, like, my forays into trying to do Mythic rating have all been a disaster. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, and it's not because of being, like, a bad player or anything. It's, it's literally just because those environments, like, were so ridiculous. It's, like, uh... 
like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to well, go around and say that, like, you know, oh, you should be relaxed and have fun, because that, that's kind of a more casual mindset. But, like, at the same time, man, like I said, I've seen so many guilds completely fall apart, banging their heads against Mythic, because they're like, we gotta be a Mythic guild! We gotta be a Mythic guild! And then it's like, you know, they don't know how to handle it, and they just fall apart, you know? Yeah, like, oh, I do wonder if... Because I think Mythic has been positive, but also it kind of, like destroyed a lot of, like, 10-man heroic teams. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's a niche community, to be yeah. fair. So, but... we might see a change there. One thing they mentioned, they said, like, Warlords, they kind of let five-mans down, because, like, no one did them after the first couple weeks, because there yeah. was no reason to. And they said they want to keep them relevant, but they didn't go into how. I might yeah. imagine they'll just keep upping the difficulty and the rewards and having re- doing them repeatedly actually We're gonna bring Valor back. Yeah, we'll see. Apexus. Um, no, I, I guess I should clarify too. I don't want to say like, let's get rid of Mythic. I just I just mean that like, it's it's kind of a weird spot in rating right now. I don't know what they could do with it, but I mean, people are happy with it that do it, whatever, I guess. Um, yeah, rating is pretty solid. I don't think it needs to really change. I know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the flex thing has been fantastic. The flex thing has been revolutionary, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the the social things. What do you predict they're going to do to increase social changes? Because they mentioned that. Then that's yeah, something uh, that like is brought up a lot by the community. That's a problem. Uh, well, well, do they mean just improvement in like UI, or do they mean like new features? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, like, what is a social issue in WoW? I mean, I guess. The All the people. <laughs> well, I guess the most prominent would be, like, I don't have to know anybody to find a group, but at the same time, like, it's funny to go read the MMO Champion forums. People say things like, you know what's ruining the game? No one cares about each other anymore. I don't have to find a group to go to dungeons. It's all just automatic. I don't even have to go to the dungeons anymore. There's no heart in any of it. And I thought, you know, before all of that was the case, at the start of Wrath, people hated everything. It's like, I don't want to have to go to the city and, like, find a group, and like, uh, that was, like, one of the biggest complaints the game had, so they fixed it, and now it's like, no, go back, you know, and it's, it's just kind of funny. People have those roasted tin glasses. About oh, it's like, stuff. um, it's like attunements. Someone, someone said that, like, it's ruining the game that there's not attunements in it. And I was like, people hated attunements. That was, like, one of the things ruining the game back in the day, because no one could do any content. I mean, people hate... <laughs> Some people hate uh, catch-up mechanics, because that means you don't have to do, um, like, the previous raid. I, but, like, yeah. you know. I mean, it, it is, it is, there, I, I love this, this story. There was a guy back during Burning Crusade that me and you ran into in some guild we were in that, like, was complaining, because, you know, at some point in TBC they nerfed everything, like, at the end of the expansion, people were just, like, pugging Lady Vosh and stuff, um... And they did it so that everyone could just go see the content. And this guy was so mad. We were talking to him in, like, vent. And he's just like, I can't believe it. I worked my butt off for this content. And now just any old guy can pug it. They don't deserve it. And, like, I was just like, what does it matter to you if they're enjoying it? Like, that doesn't impact your life at all. Well, when rating still kind of had some prestige behind it. I guess. You know? But, I mean, like, looking back, it's kind of funny that we considered rating to have prestige, and nowadays it's considered, like, an antisocial thing to do. <laughs> it's like, you're a dork. <laughs> well, now we have LFR where people can just go there, close their eyes, and do it. You know? I mean, it, and I'll just say it with LFR, too. It's another one of those big complaints. LFR has ruined the game. And it's like, that's not true, because, like, the majority of people that do LFR, and you don't know this unless you're Blizzard. They've got all the numbers in front of them. 
uh, but like they've they've talked about it before. The majority of people that do LFR only do LFR, and that's it. They they don't go on to do anything else. So it's like they're not ruining anything. Like those are just people that just never raided in the first place, you know. <laughs> and there's a lot of them, believe it or not. Yeah, well, I think that's about it. Um, what they talked about. There's been some interesting things happening on the RP server. Yeah. I, I ran into Garrosh's, oh, no, I'm sorry, Gromish's best friend. I think I told you about that guy, actually. I, I should just I should just do a podcast on crazy RP stuff. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait till all the Blood Elf Demon Hunters come. People have been, that that's so last decade, Joseph, people have been role-playing Blood Elf Demon Hunters for the last ten years. <laughs> Yeah, they can do it officially. It's like it's like people that played werewolves, because you know Twilight was popular, and then they added Worgen into the game, <laughs> and then people were like, "Oh, what? Come on!" You know, um, I don't know. No new class. Um, no new race this time. Which um, I guess I don't know what they would do in this case. You can play as demons. <laughs> you can play as Vicrul. You know. can play as Archimond. Yeah, Vicrul probably would have been an okay race. Um, Vicrul and uh, Valkyr. It, it doesn't really need a new race so much. I mean, no. like, unless it's something really cool, you know, honestly. Like, if I mean, it were if just this a was, demon, just like If this was that uh, South Cheese expansion and we didn't have Naga, I probably would have been. I would have been upset, yeah. yeah. But in this case, it's like, what would have been our options? Oh, we can play as another elf race or, like, a demon, and they already look, they're already, like, just humanoid things anyway, so. You would have to, like, um, like fit in the story somehow. Again, it takes away from development time. Unless it's going to be something really good and really yeah. unique. And cool. I mean, like Pandaria made perfect sense to play as Pandaren. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to make Pandaren anyway as, like, a race. Yeah. Like, why, why not make it playable, you know? So, um... I don't know. I think it's about it. Um, I always like this podcast. World of Warcraft is... <laughs> World of Warcraft is down to five um, subs now. So. Yeah, they shut down the servers last night because nobody was online. <laughs> yeah, I, Actually, I, um, pretty big jump, like five point six million. Like they lost like five, uh, one point six or something from the last earnings call. Well, I mean, I would say that like hopefully this rekindles the fire for some people, but like, I again I say it all the time. It's an old game at this point. Like um. I don't want to say that, like, I'm only going to expect failure because that's not right. But at the same time, like, you know, if if World of Warcraft is on the downward slide, it's been a good run. If nothing else, it, this game has been, you know, the love of people's lives for a decade. It's been around longer than any other game ever. And even if, like, it died tomorrow, it would still go down in history for all the things that it did. Mm -hmm. It still set the market for a long time, too. I mean, but, um... You probably didn't watch this, but uh, Chris Benson was at this uh, convention. He was talking about like people put a lot of stock in like the uh, the sub numbers, and he said honestly, over at Blizzard, we're like we're just happy people play it. Yeah, and, and of course, there's the business side, which is an entirely different thing. That's when know? Bobby Kodak calls him up from Activision and goes, "Hey, Blizzard, I, I heard your game's falling apart. <laughs> what did you? I heard you got garrisons. That doesn't sound good." <laughs> Yeah, it's got the letter G in it. I don't like the letter G. I mean, G. like, three million, people, three million people came back for Draenor, and then they probably did the level up stuff, and they realized there's nothing else to do. So, I mean, yeah. with this one, they def if this has a similar amount of interest, they really need to 
keep people invested um, well, as earlier. A, as, a, you know? as a quick recap, um, gameplay-wise, I think they're making all the right decisions. I, I like all the art direction they're going in. I like the variety of art yeah, that they're introducing. Um, it's not just like Warlords of Draenor, where it's just like, oh, look, we're in Outland again, and it's it's like it's all kind of... I mean, it there it needs to be said that I feel like most of Draenor, as much as I like it, is it's kind of bland. It's all just orc stuff in the end. Uh, yeah, they didn't really highlight much of the Draenei stuff in the. Um... Yeah, unfortunately, too. Whereas, like this, yeah. definitely. So, I mean, like, there's a lot of interest as far as like where this could go. It does kind of make big callbacks to classic World of Warcraft stuff, so that'll probably bring some people back into it to see what happens. Um, I mean, I mean, like, um, Illidan's on the cover, so people are gonna... certainly, so... yeah. Um, and on top of that, like, they're doing a lot of brand new things for the game that could go either way, but they sound neat, at the very least. So I think that, like, I think this expansion is going in the right directions. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just hard to say hey, where it'll go. I mean, we don't have no idea. I mean, they, they uh, like, here's one thing, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but, um, the first raid, I think, Goldan is, like, one of the bosses in it. I think he's the final boss of, like, the Night Elf one. So, I mean, like, we're going to kill off Gul'dan, like, pretty early on. I mean, it's not like a Kargath where he's the first boss of the expansion, but, I mean, it's it's like he's clearly not going to be, like, the expansion's great big villain, and I kind of feel bad that he's not getting a bigger send-off. But, I don't know, I guess we'll see where it goes. Yeah, we'll see what if they actually... I mean, yeah, we'll have to see where they go after the first raid tier. Like, is this going to be another two-tier expansion are they gonna do a three-tier thing we'll have to see yeah um yeah so uh that's about it we're looking forward to it so we have to i mean we have what else what else we're gonna look we, forward we, to we, we've been spending money on this game for 11 years joseph <laughs> and um they said the beta will probably start at the end of the year so oh wow i imagine at blizzcon they'll say hey the beta's up so yep all right i need to go to sleep Oh, all right. Good night. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. You should all go to sleep, too. Yep. It's late. It's past your bedtimes. <laughs>